Welcome to Woman Be Healed podcast, the show that talks about real and raw issues women face so they can walk in the spirit of freedom. Here is your host, Apostle Nakia Calhoun. Um, While Dr. Baker is getting herself together and getting herself prepared, I want to welcome each and every one of you to the Woman Be Healed podcast. Those of you that have registered, those of you that will be watching via Facebook on our Prophetic Women Arise ministry page, um, we're also recording on uh, the YouTube. Yes, ma'am, I can hear you very clear. Are you able to hear me? But those of you that are coming on, we welcome you as we're working out some technical kinks. Um, so definitely those that are coming on, uh, we definitely want you guys to be patient with us as we're getting things worked out. We have an awesome and special guest um, that's with us today. Um, those of you that are on, I hope that you can hear. Are you able to hear me? Those of you that are on, let me know if you're able to hear me. Hello? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Awesome. 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 Those of you that are tuning in, we had a little technical difficulty, um, but it is actually um, working out now. Um, so just give me one moment. Okay. Are we good? Okay. Awesome. (laughs) This is how I know this is God. Um, So I'm so honored to have um, the woman of God with us today on our Woman Be Healed podcast. Those of you that are watching, we welcome you. Um, We're in for another awesome topic regarding soul wounds. And I'm so delighted to have Dr. Baker with us this morning. Um, to share with us on that topic regarding soul wounds. Um, How did I run across Dr. Baker? She came across my news feeds. I had been praying. She didn't know this. I've been praying to God in regards to the next topic and what we were going to deal with, dealing with the soul. And she came up on my news feeds. I think someone actually shared um, a probably a live that she did And I went on her page and I said, oh, my God, so amazing. She deals with leadership. Just so much I could say. But this is a powerful woman of God. She's an apostle as well. Very mandated for the kingdom of God. So I'm very excited. I'm going to tell you some a few things about her so we can go ahead and get started. Um, Dr. Chiquetta Baker is the founder of Kingdom Shifters Ministries, Kingdom Wellness Counseling and Mentoring Services and Kingdom Shifters Wellness University in Unice, Indiana. She has authored 50 books and two decree CDs. One of her latest eBooks, 
maintaining emotional wellness will inform the discussion today. She is a well-qualified individual with a master's degree in community counseling with an emphasis on marriage, children and families, a doctorate in ministry, and is a certified leadership life and destiny coach. She has written her own counseling curriculum and is currently writing her own spiritual life coaching curriculum. Significantly, Tequeta has over 20 years of professional uh, Christ and Christian counseling, mentoring and life coaching experience, and is mantle to shift people into destiny and wellness as a life as a lifestyle. I want to welcome you, Dr. Baker. How are you today? I am blessed. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having me. It is such an honor. You are um, a very amazing, a powerful woman of God. Um, we need more like you in the kingdom. I just want to say that because uh, <laughs> we need you, um, especially you. when it comes to leadership, um, being able to deal with those areas that we are not quite, we're quite ashamed to talk about and having that confidence to know that there's someone in the kingdom that understands the importance of this mandate. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to prolong the time, um, but I want to welcome others um, that are on. Um, remember, guys, if you're on the Prophetic Women Arise Ministry page, if you have any questions, please put them there. We'll address them at the end of this live. If you're on our YouTube live page, definitely do the same and we'll get to them um, in order as we receive them. OK, I want to go ahead and let Dr. Baker um, go ahead and go for God bless you, woman of God. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be here with you all. Uh, if you do have questions, please ask them. A lot of times we uh, will be in situations like this and we will have uh, opportunity to ask questions that we will not ask them. Can you still hear me? Yes, I can still hear you. Okay. And we will not ask the questions, but please ask the questions. Okay, and uh, just let God uh, really speak to you. So even before I get started, I just decree uh, right now that we are opening up to really search out our souls in the name of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit is just awakening in us right now and really uh, using this opportunity to guide us, shift us into truth about our souls, what part of us needs to be made well so that we can really sustain in what God is doing in our lives for such a time as this. And I just decree the glory of the Lord will reign on you uh, as you are listening to this uh, podcast and as you continue to uh, shift uh, from level to level and glory to glory in understanding uh, the importance of your soul being healed and uh, even the Holy Spirit identifying soul wounds to you. Uh, so I just decree that in Jesus' name. Um, as I would get started, I want to initially start by saying that the soul is distinct from the spirit and from our Holy Spirit and God's presence in us. In Hebrews 4 and 12, it says, for the word of God is living and operative. It's sharper uh, than a two-edged sword, piercing the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joint and marrow, and is able to discern the thoughts and intents of the heart. Okay? Uh, so, uh, though our soul um, is distinct from our spirit, our soul make up our heart, 
our mind, our emotions, our will, and it's also where the life existence uh, resides. So where our source of life actually is, okay? Now the soul was formed by the breath of God. In Genesis 2 and 7, uh, we see that the Lord formed man by breathing into them and man became a living soul. Okay, so your soul is very important. Even though the word tells us to be guided by our spirit, our soul is essential. You cannot live without your soul, okay? And you cannot live an eternal life without the spirit of God, okay? So your soul plus the spirit of God is so essential in partnering together in wellness and salvation to bring forth eternal life. Okay, so when your soul is unhealthy, it impacts how you would really be able to walk with God. There is no way around that, okay? Because your soul has to be in partnership with God and with the fullness and fruit of what the spirit of God brings to our lives. And we already know that the spirit of God guides us into all truth. The spirit of God also um, it give, empowers us and provides us with the grace uh, to process to wellness with God, uh, to also um, um, overcome adversities, uh, um, stand against demonic uh, influences and activities and assignments. Uh, and also, uh, God said, Jesus Christ said that when He, you know, rose again, He was going to leave us a helper. And so he literally left his literal presence for us to be empowered by his presence, the Holy Spirit in us, uh, so that we would we would live in and through him, be empowered by him daily. Okay. And so if you're saying that Jesus Christ dwells in me, okay, uh, then you're saying that you have the ability to be healed in your soul because there is nobody that is living with the Holy Spirit that um, uh, can say that the Holy Spirit would not guide you into truth and wellness. Uh, that's impossible because the Holy Spirit is the presence of God on the inside of you. So I really want to address that and stress that because a lot of times we are thinking that we cannot be delivered and healed and we have to accept certain things about us. And with the fall of man, uh, sin came into the world. Transgressions came into the world. False ideas Identities came into the world. Effort identities came into the world. False perceptions came into the world. Deception definitely came into the world because it was deception that had Eve eating off the tree that God told her not to eat off of. And her husband. I didn't, I'm not going to forget about him. Okay? And so it definitely came into the world. So your soul is going to entail things that are not in alignment with God. And so one of the things that we have to be mindful not to do is to come into agreement with our soul where we should be coming into agreement with our spirit. Okay, because the soul is uh, can be wounded and was wounded at the fall of man. And so one of the things that salvation does is salvation shifts us back into the opportunity to evolve in God likeness before the fall of man. 
And so we're not actually working for that, but we are contending for it. And we also are, are evolving with Jesus Christ in a covenant relationship where we're working with him so that our soul can um, be made well according to what the fullness of salvation brought to us in the earth. Okay, that is so key because remember, our soul makes up our mind, our will, our emotions, our heart. Okay, and so these things, the word tells us the heart is wicked. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Who gonna listen to the heart? The heart is wicked. Okay, so uh, the word also tells us out of the mouth flows the issues of life, and so out of our mouth flows the issues that are in our heart. And so when we're led by our heart, when we are led by our will, our will entails uh, our free will, our ability to choose right and wrong. And so right now we have a, a mindset that if I feel like it's God, then it must be God. Or if I feel a certain way, then God agrees with it. And this is part of his identity. But God is a spirit. And they that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. They that have relationship with him have it from spirit to spirit, not soul to spirit, spirit to spirit. Okay. So God is not trying to, even though he is moved by your infirmities, even though he is moved by what's going on in your soul, he never intended to have relationship with your soul, but your spirit, his spirit on the inside of you. Okay, and your your soul initially before uh, man fell was healthy. Okay, when 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 uh, the uh, when man uh, fell, the soul became tainted by evil and and what was bad. Okay, so the soul then uh, you know uh, became unhealthy, ungodly. Now remember that I said that. Now, I reiterate this because a lot of times what's going on in our soul, we tend to um, justify our actions, say, that's just how I am. We have pet peeves. Uh, we we um we um we don't we we try to do the work out of our own strength and will and then but not really listening to the Holy Spirit or being guided by the Holy Spirit and a lot of times what is what I'm finding as a counselor and a minister is people are not taught how to have relationship with the Holy Spirit that is on the inside of them so they can be guided into healthiness and they can be guided into deliverance and healing from the things of their soul. And so they assume that God doesn't want to heal them or they was just born that way or that's just the way they are. And that is not true. You you have to come into a relationship with the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit guide you into truth and what that looks like for you. The plan of deliverance for me may be totally different than the plan of deliverance for you. When people come to counseling with me, I do not counsel everybody the same. I seek God for what his plan and strategy is for their life and then I help them to implement that so that they can have deliverance and healing. There is nobody in the Bible that was healed the same way all the time. God had a personal relationship with everybody. He impacted everybody based on who they were. Okay? And so your soul can lead you astray if you think what's going on in your soul 
rules should dictate your life, dictate your emotions, dictate your thoughts, uh, dictate your relationships, dictate your destiny and your calling. It will lead you astray. So your soul is actually supposed to be subjected to God's spirit on the inside of you so that you can live a spirit-filled life, setting your affections on whatsoever things that are above, whatsoever things that are lovely, whatsoever things that are pure, whatsoever things are holy, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things that are a good report, okay, whatsoever things that are kingdom, all right? And so when we think about soul wounds, soul wounds are actual injuries usually involving bruising, hurt, pain, trauma, or rupture. Okay, so depending on the damage, um, you know, a person uh, could actually uh, be bleeding. They could be bleeding on everything or everyone that they encounter. They could not even know that soul wound is there, that there is a buried soul wound. Okay, uh, even in this time, God is dealing with you strongly about the importance of people being healed of mother and father wounds. And so a lot of people don't even know that they're, wound, they're wounded by their mother and their father. And a lot of us operate in false loyalties where we won't even address it. That, that, was, my, that was my mama, that's my daddy. So, I, you know, however they prayed me, that was fine. But you cannot have a proper relationship with your, your, your husband or your wife. You cannot have a proper relationship with your child uh, or what have you because of the wounds that you refuse to address in your childhood, okay? And so even though your parent may have meant well, there may have been some things that wounded you that are impacting your identity, impacting uh, uh, other decisions in your abilities to really be stable in life, okay? And so um, one of the things that uh, we can really see in our society is that we, we deal with wounds, uh, we deal with wounds physically, but we don't deal with wounds emotionally. We also may think if you have an emotional wound, you must have a mental disorder. You must be, uh, you know, mentally ill, or you know, it, we have all these stigmas about going to psychiatrists and, and counselors and, and all uh, dealing with social workers. But all of these are healing agents that uh, God gave us to be made well. If you study Second Corinthians twelve, gifts with an S of healing. So there are gifts of healing that God has put in the earth. And so if he doesn't lay hands on you and miraculously heal you, or, you know, you don't get healed over a certain time in processing, then you may need counseling. You may need to go to a psychiatrist. You may need some assistance uh, or what have you. What is he speaking? Not what society is speaking. Not what your grandma is speaking. Not what the people can handle about you. Not what your own insecurities. What is God speaking? You need to make your soul well. Okay? Now, soul wounds uh, can consist of present and past emotional injuries. All right. Uh, the pain from soul wounds uh, cause people to identify and define themselves through those wounds. The pain from wounds cause them uh, to feel rejected, disregarded, feel inadequate, broken, okay, irreparable, shameful. 
Unloving, those are just some attributes uh, that can occur when our soul is wounded. And depending on how wounded we are, we can even feel like a violation occurred when that soul wound happened. And a lot of times when we don't deal with soul wounds, so just say, for instance, I have a soul wound from my, my uh, past, from uh, a teacher bullying me, and I didn't deal with that soul wound. Okay, and then I uh, go to a church and I come up under a leader that cares more about my soul being healed than they care about my gifts and my talents. And the minute they start to uh, correct me, give me guidance about the things I need to be healed for my soul, I'm automatically thinking they're bullying me, they're controlling me, they're trying to tell me what's going on in my life, and that's not their heart. That's my soul wound talking. Okay, and so a lot of times, it, it, uh, even in these situations, people feel violated. It is not even justifiable violation. It's 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 rooted in a soul wound that happened in the past, and uh, that soul wound has never been dealt with. It's just been buried. Okay, and so. It's so important to really understand and recognize that. I'm not sure if you want me to continue to go on. Uh, yes. And, okay. Yes, or if this you is want good. To ask this questions. is good. Um, because there's a lot of feeds going in um, in regards uh, to what you're saying. Just a second, because I can't hear you. So. That's okay. What were you saying? I said, this is good. You're fine. You're, you're okay. good. Go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Okay. okay. Awesome. Awesome. Now, one of the things that I want to say is soul wounds can occur intentionally and unintentionally. Uh, this is important because a lot of times uh, we are guarding ourselves so that people won't hurt us. But uh, all hurt doesn't, uh, we can't protect ourselves from being hurt. We only can mature in our identity and in our wellness so that when someone does try to hurt us, we're able to share about that pain and then process through it in a healthy manner. But there will be times that people will joke they, they will make comments in normal conversation and they will say stuff without warning and it can hurt us, okay? So we can be wounded intentionally or unintentionally, all right? Also, day-to-day hustles and life experiences can cause wounds and we have learned that from COVID, okay? Uh, just this whole shake-up with the pandemic uh, caused a lot of people anxiety, stress, um, um, uh, challenges on their jobs, challenges with trying to figure out babysitting and kids taking classes on Zoom and being in the house together and all of that. Okay, so even day-to-day hustle and bustle can cause soul wound, especially when we're just speaking things while we're you know in the, in, in the hustle and bustle of the day. We're not guarding our spirits. We're not guarding what we say or how it would impact somebody. We can say something and somebody we can, we can uh, cause a wound in somebody uh, or, or what have you. And especially if our wound is soul, our soul is wounded, we uh, really have no regard for the issues of life that come out of us. And so this is where it's so important for you to get healed so that you won't speak just any old thing. And a lot of times people will say, I'm just a drunk. I'm just, I'm just real. 
you know, we make all of these excuses for why we kill people with our words and with our tongue. Okay, the word says life and death are in the tongue. And so if you are someone that's always killing people, people are dying uh, by your words, that is an indication that there is some things in your soul and in your personality and identity that need to be healed. When you feel like you got to go around correcting everybody and just uh, telling them how it is and you have no regard for how your words impact them, I'm not saying it's not um, important to share your thoughts on feeling. That's important. How you say it and how you impact people is very important because you are, you can wound somebody's soul, all right? And if you say that you are a saint, you're supposed to be a soul killer, not a soul killer, all right? So uh, one of the things that we see even in, in now in this day and age is people are so very opinionated and especially on social media. So you can read somebody post and get offended and have a soul wound. You can read somebody post and they ain't even talking about you, but uh, it, it just makes you feel some kind of way and makes you know you're all in your feelings, all in your thoughts and uh, it's indication that you have a soul uh, or it's an indication that you are immature and need some healing in some areas, I uh, will have you. And then it's just important to stay focused, I uh, will have you, and not allow everything that people are saying on social media to toss you to and fro with every wind and doctrine that will have your soul just fragmented. All right? So there are many reasons why we may have a wounded soul. And I just named some of them. Also, um, we can have a wounded soul because of uh, unresolved trauma, uh, generational curses, cycles, patterns, soul ties, church hurt. Okay, that's a whole other podcast. All right. <laughs> um, rebellion, uh, religion. Okay, cult experiences, spiritual warfare. Okay, a lot of us have spiritual warfare, and we uh, we can pass so wounds from spiritual warfare. Okay, it's real. It's real. The devil is not playing. All right, and so you can have soul wounds from that. Of course, rape, incest, sexual harassment, uh, kidnapping, trafficking, terrorist attack. Uh, shootings, uh, accidents, uh, house and business fires, addictions and causes, racism, prejudices, uh, rioting, all of these things can cause uh, soul wounds, job issues, imprisonment, divorce, separation, breakups, adultery, bullying, all of these things can cause soul wounds, financial hardships. Uh, arrested development, that's when you're when you have been wounded and your soul gets stuck at that age. Okay, and so a part of your personality uh, during stress or during challenging times may revert back to that area and you actually start operating at the age you were at that time of that soul wound during a present situation. That is called arrested development. Part of your personality is it, and you may operate like 24 when you're 64 uh, in certain times. Certain times you're 64, certain times you operate at 24. Or you may operate like you're five years old and you're really 35 years old. And at different times, 
all of these things are indications of soul wounds. Okay, uh, having inner dialogue where you're communing with demons, and demons are telling you to kill yourself. They're telling you you're gonna never need it. You might as well just just out. Some of you take other people out and uh, to, uh, do all these terroristic and suicidal things, whether it be spiritually or literally, naturally, physically, wanting to hurt something or yourself. That's an indication of so wrong. Okay, if you yelling at your kids all the time, you can't have a normal conversation with them. Uh, you're always to belittle them, disregard them, them in their place. Uh, that's an indication of some soul wounds and some immaturity in you. Okay, uh, if you cannot get along with people. Uh, if you have challenges trusting people, uh, if you, you know, you're, you're in churches and churches and you're doing ministry, but you don't trust nobody, you, you scatter everybody. All of these things, indications of soul wounds. If you heard at a church and you didn't deal with it, but you went to the next church and you just go work in it. Going along, but every time somebody says something, do something, you, you're, you're hurt by it. It's an indication of soul uh, so, um, even as I said that, I just want to encourage you to write some things down, journal this information. Go back and listen to this podcast and say, yeah, that's me, I do that, that's me. And let even God, let God even highlight it to you. Uh, because it's so important to make sure that you uh, are honest. Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He guides us to all truth. And then through all truth, he teaches us and guides us further in a process that's healed. All right? Um, I do want to say this because we're looking, looking at the signs and wonders, and uh, I'm the apostle, all right? So I feel like, uh, let me see your signs and wonders, and I'm praying, 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 the class in a minute. Uh, one of the things that I'm really seeing in this this age is I find people who have relationships with him. And when he is describing the process you for healing versus the miracle, there's an opportunity for you to get to him in a way that you never have before. And we really don't get hard this church. It, it really, we, we have really uh, made people feel like if they, if it has to take them a few months to be made well, something is wrong with them. And that's not necessarily the case. God may want to spend time with you. God may want you to get to know him in a greater measure. God may want you to get to know his voice in a greater measure. He may want to teach you things about him that you never knew. He may want to ground your relationship with him so that you can sustain in the healing that he's bringing in your life. Also, sometimes the healing is not just about you. Okay, You could be a curse breaker. All right? You could be standing in the gap for your family, your children, um, your region, <laughs> okay, your nation, Jeremiah, he had to do some things with dogs of his nature, all right? Okay, but people be talking about they dogs of the nation. I, I want to say that some long guys, and then I'm going to say, yeah, you call, you call, roll over on some dog guys, all right? <laughs> and so you may be standing in the gap for other people, all right? 
You may be breaking generational curses off your generational line. And so you're talking about ancient strongholds that have been there and familiar spirits that have been there for years, sometimes centuries. All right. And so sometimes God will take you little by little by little and breaking those things off so that you can really stand in that monarchy case in the spirit realm where those spirits don't come back in. So if he just cast them out just like that, some of y'all will let those spirits back in. And guess what? They come back seven times strong. So he is equipping you to be able to stand. He is giving you the keys, the tools, building your character, your nature, building your understanding of him, especially in his sovereignty, because a lot of times we have relationships with conditional God, what he can do, but not who he is. But when you have an understanding of who he is, you can stand, okay, no matter what other people are doing or not doing, what the world is doing and not doing, okay, and you can govern the salvation that he has given you and even government over other people's lives that you are setting in the gap for. So do not despise processing. All right, uh, and do not be challenged because it just can happen like that. Okay, there are reasons that it may not happen, and God will tell you. He'll tell you uh, we're 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 building greater relationships. We're uh, we are breaking generational curses off. Okay, we are. He'll tell you what he's doing if you ask. Okay, so stop asking for the miracle and ask him what he's doing. All right, and then. I'll just say. <laughs> All right. I do want to share this that your soul can be so wounded that it literally can get to a place of hell where you feel like you are living in hell in a place of death, even though you're walking the earth. Okay. Psalms um, 86 and 13, David says, For great is thy mercy towards me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. Okay, that's in your Bible. That was Psalms 86 and 13. Psalms 16 and 10 says, For you will not abandon my soul to Shoel. Shoel is a lower place and it's, it's considered hell, all right? Nor will you allow the Holy One to undergo decay. So he's basically saying, You won't let me live down here. You won't abandon me down here in this lower place. You won't abandon my soul down here, and neither will you let me die down here, okay? So, so sometimes when we experience trauma, it can literally feel like we're experiencing hell on earth. We're experiencing, uh, we're dying, and your soul could have shifted down to hell, all right? Uh, Psalms 33 says, oh, Lord, you have brought me up from show, uh, my, uh, brought up my soul from Shoel. You have kept me alive that I would not go down to the pit. Psalms 56 and 13 says, for well, you have delivered my soul from death. Indeed, my feet 
from stumbling so that I walk before God in the light of his living. And so uh, there's just a, a lot of indicators that your soul is in hell, like living in hell on earth, feeling like you're dying, wanting to kill yourself. Okay, when you start having suicide thoughts, your soul has left your body and has started drifting down to a place of death where you're literally starting to commune with hell and agree with not living even though you are living, okay? And the more you commune in that place, the more those voices start telling you to take yourself out, all right? Because hell, hell will kill you because hell won't you in hell, all right? And so those words will talk to you. When you feel extremely hopeless and helpless and lonely and rejected, that's an indication that your soul is in hell. When you have a dull walk, and you um, no longer want to do the things of God, pray to worship, study your Bible, uh, go to church, deal uh, with the saints, uh, you question everything in the Word, you skip it, okay, on down to the hill, all right? And so you want to be mindful of that. I mean, there is no desire to really walk with God or hear God, so... Uh, um, it's so important to uh, recognize that, all right? Now, soul care is so very important. This is going to be my last point. Um, it is so important to let Jesus heal your soul, okay? Jesus Christ is the repairer of, of your soul, all right? So um, his word says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes, we are healed. And so even when his soul was wounded for our sake, okay, his soul died and rose up in resurrection power, to give us the authority to be healed through our soul. So one of the things that I find with people is they do share with God things that happen to them, or they may share with the pastors things that happen to them. But we say we believe in the cross, but when it comes to actually um, standing in the truth, Jesus' blood was enough. And him dying on the cross and rising again for us to be healed, we have a hard time uh, recognizing that uh, we need to exchange our trauma for his resurrection power. And we have a hard time recognizing that that's really what we are doing when we come into relationships with him, when we come into a processing of healing with him. And so uh, we're all, we're trying to do all these other things. You know, I got to do this. I got to read the Bible. I got to do this. I got to replace uh, this 30,000 times. I got to keep getting this demon out. I got to do this. And all those things are important, but they come through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You have to believe that Jesus Christ, this works on the cross, gave you healing power and gave you the authority and the right to be healed. And then you have to want to exchange your pain for that truth. And when there's no exchange, there cannot be no healing. 
All right. Jesus. And so um, we wonder how those people in the Bible got healed quickly. I just touched. Well, she believed. She knew that he was the Messiah. That's all he needed to know. She touched him. He got healed. We, we don't really have that today because we're used to doing things to get healed. When I go to a missions work uh, in other uh, nations, they have more faith for healing than we do in the United States. Because if I get me, uh, a headache in the United States, it's going to take some medicine. But they don't have medicine. All right? So they, they immediately pray. All right? And so we have all these other gods before we go through the real God. And so are you able to exchange uh, your pain for God's healing power? Do you really trust that the healing power of God uh, will help you to heal? You know, a lot of times we go through things and we'll say, I'll never forgive. I'll never get over this. Well, you just made up the hell to see and come. Okay? I'm always going to be like this. You just made a vow to remain in sin or remain in whatever it is that you are, you made that vow about. This is just me. You just made a vow that says Jesus Christ is. Uh, his blood, his words on the cross don't work. And so this is the truth of who I am. When, when, when wow. his Bible says that, that's not the truth of who you are. It's your soul that needs healing so that you can be transformed into this. All right? And so it is so important that you do that exchange. Okay? So you want to really examine what your soul room is, what is ailing you, where is the root issues of this? Okay, uh, is this root issue from a childhood experience, a teenage experience, a marital experience? Where is this coming from? And there may be several root issues. Okay, so things may happen in childhood, and they also happen in, in, in during your teenage years or whatever. It's not say, right? Journal all those things that happen. Okay, and then search out, uh, if, if, you know, what's the cost of your pain? Is it really worth in this pain? Uh, if I'm mad at my mama, is it really worth it? If I'm mad at my baby daddy, is it really worth it? I'm mad at that pastor, is it really worth standing the pain? What, are you ready for the extra pain? Okay. Now, sometimes you do have to ask God, give me the ability to feel. There have been times and seasons that things have happened to me, and I just have to say, God, I need your supernatural strength to feel. And I, I, I have had to speak over myself. I command myself to feel. I give you for days. Jesus. All right, and then I shift into that place of feeling at some point where I'm able to release it. Uh, so there is some things where you have to contend for your right to give and for that thing to let you go, or you know, or what have you. All right, are you so tied to the soul wound? Are you so tied to the people that cause the soul wound that's hindering you to from letting go? Okay, so what are the soul ties? Are you so tired to being a victim? All right? And so you can't let it go. All right? A lot of times, it's not the situation so much as what we're tied to in the situation or the attention that we get from the experience. So we like the attention. We like people supporting us. We like people comforting us. So we get attention for being broken. No, get some attention for being healthy. All right, let it go. Let it go. All right. Um, 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 and then you want to spend time with God, actually sharing with Him what's you know how you feel about that situation, how it hurt you, um, and where you are with it. 
Okay, being honest with you. And then spend some time letting God talk to you about the issue. Okay, so many times we're just talking and then we waiting to be healed. And then if we ain't healed if I say this, we out of there. But we like, God didn't want to hear me heal me. Did you spend time with him? Did you spend time just in his presence? Sometimes you just, I'm just going to sit right here. I don't care if you heal me or not. I'm just going to sit here, spend time with you, get to know you. And uh, uh, get to and even show you that I can to heal me. Okay. Wow. Uh, and there's there gonna be some times I'm gonna tell you that uh, I've had to say, if you don't never heal me, I'm still gonna hang out with you. All right. <laughs> still ride and die with you, God. All right. Well, uh, and sometimes you know God heal you, you know, or what have you. And sometimes the pain might increase. <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest with you. Because some of y'all pastors ain't telling y'all the truth. And y'all is like, uh, you, you, where God at? Well, I'm doing it myself. Well, God's right there. All right? And so there are so many other factors that's going on that if you don't really have a relationship with God, you won't, you won't get to know. Because you're looking for Santa Claus God. And God. <laughs> you got to be careful of whether or not you bury the pain, because if you bury it, um, then you're talking about layers sometimes. If you ever look at the root of a tree, you know how you see a tree and then there's like roots, you can see them going you know, on down, uh, around the corner into other areas of the ground. Some of these roots are six foot long, okay? If you got root issues all the way down there, you 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 talking about a process okay, to be healed. And then roots, um, they build themselves around one another. So you could have um, trauma, well-being with trauma, well-being with trauma. And we like to get healed quickly, but if you're not able to handle that, um, you know, it can really be a shock in and of itself, okay? That's why when Jesus said, um, go and sin no more. Go and show yourself to the priest. Go and, and, and connect with somebody that can help you sustain in this healing, okay? So if you just go and you don't have the ability, if you can't go and sin no more, you don't have the tools to do that, you got to open that thing back up, okay? So sometimes I say, don't show yourself to the priest because he knew the priest was going to say, I'll do this, I'll do that, and I'll build this way, I'll build that way. And you would have the tool. All right. I do want to say this one last thing that some soul wounds will heal and still have scars. Jesus Christ has scars when he uh, rose again. We knew he was the crucified one because he has scars to prove it. Okay. And so you have to be okay that you still may have scars. Scars is not an indication that you're not healed. How you operate in healing determines whether or not you're truly healed. And I am done. Um, I'll let you speak. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Baker. So much information, so much powerful information. You had me going back, looking at some some areas in my life, because that's what it's for. It's for us to examine those areas, um, especially as leaders. Um, I want to I want to ask you this, because I know we have some leaders that are on um, the Facebook live page um, with Prophetic Women Rise Ministry. How would you guide a leader that may have some that they have soul wounds? 
How can mm-hmm. they better minister those that they've been entrusted with um, to guide them in the right direction? I know one you said, first of all, it's important for them to have a real relationship um, with Jesus Christ because that's so important. And But what is it that you can instill in leaders that, that feel like, okay, they should have this by now, you know, and basing it off others' process, but knowing that there's some, there is a process and it may be longer. Um, I think it's, also, uh, it's important for leaders to recognize where they are and the healing that they need. Um, and a lot of times we are uh, fearful of telling people what we really need healing from because we're fearful of telling our business. And this is where I believe uh, counselors, Christian counselors need to raise, uh, acknowledge and really raise up at their rightful place in the body of Christ because we are secret keepers, okay? And uh, what you say is, as long as you're not a threat to yourself and others in counseling is confidential and private. And so that leader really needs a space where um, they can share and be their raw true self and also get deliverance and healing because a lot of times we're going to the leaders or our best friend and they can listen to us and even have the wisdom. They may not have the anointing or the education to process us to wellness. And so a lot of leaders are getting a measure of healing but not true healing. Or they're not taking the time to heal. And so if I have built this large platform and I don't want anybody to know that I have soul wounds, then I'm going to keep operating in this false feeling as opposed to saying, no, let me step away. Okay. Or where I'm not even taking the time for healing and self-care because we think self-care is getting our nails done, getting our feet done, having a squat band massage, but self-care is let me take a nap. Let yes. me get before God and say, this hurt me, that hurt me, and spending time and letting God heal me. Let me take a sabbatical and uh, spend time getting myself well for where God is taking me. Uh, let me build a team so I don't do everything so I'm not killing myself and thinking I can't yes. get, get my soul healed uh, or what have you uh, because the people can't survive without me. You know, we have to come up out of the way that we have uh, really structured uh, leadership because we have structured leadership in a very uh, dangerous uh, and destructive way, and then we're we're just going from one generation to next, and we 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 land hands on people, and they live until 125 years old, and we dying at 50, 60. Because we were not healed in our soul. And then we don't have the adequate uh, secret keepers. And so uh, one of the things that we have now is uh, if you know something about me, you get mad at me, you go blast me on Facebook or you know, all these other places. And so, um, you know, we have to create uh, uh, protective places for leaders to get healed. And a lot of times, um, um, that is so important. So one of the things I recommend is that you implement true soul care into your day, weekly and even uh, you know monthly 
Okay, where you're taking time to get your soul healed. Also, there needs to be different times of the year where you're saying, I'm gonna take a sabbatical, I'm gonna go to deliverance. Uh, and, uh, what happened. I'm going to go to uh, the deliverance. I'm going to go to an inner hell I'm going to go to counseling. Okay? I do this in my own ministry and then I roll my book. Okay? Uh, what happened. And I'll tell leaders, okay, when you're, we're off of this month, you need to go sign up for a deliverance session. It's so old. Here are some, uh, some ministers, some trusted ministers that you can go to, and I schedule myself a session. All right? And so, um, I, that is so important as well. Uh, uh, and then also um, making sure uh, that um, you are uh, actually exchanging healing for wellness uh, and taking that time that you need to do that because a lot of times we'll be right in the middle of our process and we let people and their issues pull us out of our process because we got to go back to doing ministry stuff. Okay, but the word says that we are to esteem others higher than ourselves. It also tells us to freely give what you receive. How can I be adequately, adequately giving somebody soul healing and I haven't taken before God to get healed. And that's why we're not seeing people heal. A lot of people are getting good uh, um, teachings, good preachings, or what have you. But then every Sunday, you got to constantly see these people, and you know, they're coming back every Sunday, not changed. They're going to conferences, not changed because they're hearing knowledge. There is no true anointing to deliver them because you cannot give somebody something that you really have not received from God yourself. And so we're like, oh, the glory was so strong. Did the glory transfer for you? Jesus. Did the glory transfer you? Because if you left out of that uh, not change, or you can't take the keys that you got from there to get transformed. Something is wrong. It ain't got. It ain't. It ain't God. So uh, um, that would be my answer. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm, you were triggering me because you were saying so many key things. How can we give something that we have not received ourselves? And sometimes we're we're getting very frustrated and upset because the people that God has given us or trust us with, they're not changing or, you know, we don't have the anointing to cause that change because we're not ourselves receiving um, healing in our own lives. Very powerful, very powerful. Um, and again, I want to thank you once again, Dr. Baker, um, for such a powerful in-depth teaching in the time that you had on soul wounds. Um, those of you that if you have any questions, I'm looking to see um, if there's been any listed, I don't see any as of yet. Um, but definitely, I want you guys to connect to this woman of God. She she's very anointed in this area. Um, I'm I'm very one. This is this is how I I know that this is a word for now. Um, anytime myself, me and my husband, um, there are times that we say, you know what, we got to pull back. Because we went through areas in our lives where there may have been a transition. There may have been a shifting. There may have been something traumatic that may have happened. And you can't bleed over the people, like you said, present a false healing. Um, and it's not good. And I truly believe exactly what you stated. And just so much more um, bringing light to that leaders, we need to rest. 
we need to give ourselves the time so that we can authentically pour into the people that God has given us so that there's no frustration. So we're not bleeding out on the people and causing them to have uh, soul wounds because mm-hmm. of our, our acting out. And so this right, I'm oh my goodness, I'm just bubbling up on the inside. <laughs> I really yeah. am. I, I'm just I'm just so grateful that God has given you this mandate. And as I said before, we need many like you. Um, because I could just feel the spirit of God all over you that, that you've been entrusted with so much and with so much wisdom. And I'm sure you've seen lives change, but it takes a lot of of um, especially killing on your part to even admit that, look, there were seasons I went through this and I had to contend for forgiveness. And so yeah, yeah. that right there blessed me um, because it is true that times you have to contend for forgiveness. You have to declare it every day. And sometimes it don't go away right away. So those of you that are listening, um, I'm still trying to talk to see if there's any questions. But as we're waiting, um, Dr. Baker, the audience that's listening, how can they um, connect with you? And if they need to make an appointment or purchase any of your books, um, let us know. Okay. Um, if you go to kswu.net, you can uh, purchase, uh, you can sign up for a session. If you click on the session link, uh, it will let you know, uh, sign up for a counseling delivery session, inner healing, coaching, uh, consultation, uh, leadership training, destiny coaching. All of it is listed there and it has uh, links um, to each one. And you can actually sign up right there on our website. And then I will, we will call you with a consultation and start to schedule whatever sessions that you need. Uh, okay. And so um, I uh, have over 20 years of counseling experience in the church and in the world. I have a master's degree in counseling. Okay, uh, in community counseling with an emphasis on marriage, children, and families, and I am uh, able to deal with hard cases. That, that is a mandate that is upon my life. Uh, I also do training and equipping um, uh, yeah, people in their destiny and in their calling, um, and uh, I am definitely uh, rooted and grounded in deliverance and spiritual warfare. Uh, so one of the things that I do do with my counseling, deliverance, and inner healing is I intertwine deliverance and inner healing into my counseling sessions, into my coaching sessions. So, um, you know, you you always hear you can't counsel a demon. Well, I don't try to. I will let you know, hey, we're dealing with a stronghold here. We're dealing with curses, dedications, covenants. Uh, Our next session is going to be about uh, uh, us uh, just spending time breaking that off of your life, and then we'll return to the coaching. We'll return to counseling or the destiny coaching or whatever it is that you are getting. I am definitely a secret secret keeper to leaders, and God uses me uh, to really uh, give a leader's keys and insight on what is going on in their lives and how to break through. Uh, So I definitely encourage you that if you are a leader and you need a safe space to really uh, process your issues um, and I am available for that and I do do that uh, and that's uh, definitely a mandate that is on uh, my life um, 
I also have written over 50 books, all these books back here. And somebody else, but these are books that I have written. Okay. Um, I have written books on everything. Okay. So uh, this, this is my book on uh, relationships. Uh, I recently wrote a book on processing grief and loss with God. I have a book on suicide, destiny, you name it. I probably wrote on it. Five-fold ministry. Uh, I'm writing about seven books right now. So I highly recommend going to my website. My books walk with you. I actually have uh, uh, Healing the Wounded Leader. Uh, this book, actually, I recommend all leaders to get it, and I recommend them getting this book for every leader in their ministry. Um, wow. It teaches you how to deal with burnout, how to deal with sin issues, how to uh, process the healing and wellness to God, how to come up with a vision plan for your life. Um, that really uh, helps you be balanced in ministry, how to deal with soul issues, uh, how to break fix the anointing off of your life, uh, how to deal with platforms. Wow. Yeah, so I uh, highly recommend uh, that book. Definitely um, will be purchasing that one. And this is one of my fun ones that I recently wrote, Dismantling the Demonic Kingdom. I actually uh, write about uh, demonic spirits and how they operate in different uh, times in your life in, in different wow. areas and regions and what it would look like. How does a, a spirit of death look like? Uh, during grief versus when you're trying to release your destiny and your calling. How does it look like when it's trying to sabotage you? Or, you know, that's just an example. Uh, so I highly recommend this book as well. And then I tell you how to break the devil off you. So I just don't list demons. I give you keys to break the devil off uh, so um, I also on Saturday, I actually have a healing from mother and father wounds uh, a webinar from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. that I am teaching with Alicia Wyndham. And okay. it is going to be powerful uh, where you also get a book and a uh, journal with that webinar. And I'm going to help you identify your mother and father's soul wounds and then how to get delivered and healed from them. And then we're going to spend time in question and answer and also praying to break those, uh, the, heal those uh, wounds in you. So I highly recommend attending the webinar. If you can't attend, you can still sign up, sign up for it. And we will send you uh, the recording and the uh, the book and the journal, uh, the ebook and the journal, ebook journal. So I highly recommend that webinar and just going on my website because I also, at the end of the month, I have a uh, webinar called Understanding Spiritual uh, Parenting Relationships. And that one is going to be excellent for those who have uh, spiritual children or have a spiritual mother and father or those who desire it, those who've been hurt by, by being in those relationships and you don't understand what, what what they really are about and you've heard all these falsehoods about them, we're going to deal with that. And um, wow. there will be a book available with that webinar as well that we are writing and should be finishing up next week. So I highly recommend of, of joining that webinar. That would be July 30th. Uh, every month we have one to two webinars. So if you look on my website, you can find those webinars 
there. And then you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Clubhouse. Uh, we we have weekly um, teachings and prayer times, myself and my team, uh, on those platforms. Uh, also, subscribe to my YouTube page, uh, and you will see a lot of my teachings and uh, prayers on there. So thank you for having me. It has been a blessing to be here. Awesome. And it was such a blessing. Um, I pray those that would tune in. Um, this has been uh, so much um, good information. Um, the, the women here that are watching, they, they, want, they really are thanking you for the information um, that you gave out. And we also have the links I saw that were put on there. Um, so I definitely, myself, my husband and I, uh, we're definitely going to purchase that leader manual um, that you have. And so we're so thankful um, for the time that um, Dr. Baker had with us. You guys, I, I pray that you were blessed. I pray that you were able to get something um, from this podcast today. Um, it was truly amazing. Um, so much information. Definitely share, get this uh, podcast out about soul wounds today. If we make anything go viral, let this go viral because we see so much bleeding on social media and we're saying it's the spirit of God and it's not the Lord. And we just have to be honest with ourselves that we need to be healed um, so that we can be effective for the kingdom of God. And so, so many powerful tools. And so thank you so much. Those of you um, that are on the Prophetic Women Arise ministry page, you got the links for the webinar, for the book purchases, or for anything that Dr. Baker is doing. You have the social media platforms. Connect with this woman of God. She has the tools. There are not many like her. We went out for a little bit, but yeah. I'm going to end it here again. Thank you so much, Dr. Baker, for your time. This it's definitely will not be your last time. Um, you may be coming in um, here where we are um, because we this is really needed in our area. And so we will be communicating very soon. Um, and I thank you so much um, for you. all that you poured out. And um, those of you that were tuned in, definitely you have the links, you have the information of how to contact her. And we just thank everyone that was a part of this podcast today, the One Deal Podcast. I to gain much information as much as you could. But if you want more, you have to reach out to Dr. Baker so that you can get what you need. Amen. Uh, God bless everyone again. Thank you, Dr. Baker. Um, it was welcome. such a blessing. <laughs> And thank you for taking out the time. Um, is there anything else that you want to say before we go? Are you good? Uh, I'm good. I just want to speak blessings and wellness over everyone and uh, just decree that your soul will be well to sustain in the fullness of what God is doing in your life. So shift right now. Amen. Amen. I know I receive it. Amen. We thank you so much. God bless those again. Thank you for tuning in to the Woman Be Your Podcast. Until next time, until next Thursday, you guys be blessed. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye -bye.